Hello, you lovely lot. Emma here. Now that December is here and Christmas is literally just around the corner, we were having a little think about doing some festive content and remember that actually two years ago, we did a whole entire episode on how to make Christmas a little bit more sustainable. So instead of basically recording the same thing again, because a lot of the advice in that old episode still stands, we're just going to dredge it up from the archives, plonk it here and uh, hope that you enjoy it. Now, this one was recorded two years ago in 2019 in a world pre-pandemic, if you can remember what that looks like at all. So it was quite nice to be transported back to that when I listened back to it. Oh, and don't forget, there's still a few days left to sign up for our Secret Santa-style eco-nature book swap. You can find out more and get involved by clicking the link in the episode description. Um, But yeah, hope you're all well. Hope you've all got some exciting stuff uh, lined up for December, however you're celebrating And I hope that this episode is still a little bit useful and we'll see you all very soon. So here it is, Merry Podcast. Everybody's being sustainable. (laughs) Look to the future now. Before the sea level rises. Happy Christmas, everybody! <laughs> oh, you're going to use that, aren't you? <laughs> oh, you know I am. Oh, that was brilliant. Happy Christmas, Merry everybody! Christmas. Hello. It's officially December. Well, it's not now. We're recording it on the last day of November, but by the time Tell this comes that. out... That's okay, it's only it's like four days, of, five days. Know, snappy turnaround time. I mean, this is a fair turnaround. It's, it's not pretty too good, bad. actually, yeah. I've got to get this edited pretty quick. Yeah, okay. I'll let you off. But it's also, it's less than a month till Christmas. There are Christmas songs on the radio. It's absolutely acceptable to be celebrating Christmas. Or like me, you're a little bit of a Grinch. Are you? And you think it should wait till December before... Um, but that's tomorrow. Trees go up and... Slash a few days ago but when listeners hear this. I well, know, but I've already okay. been hearing the music in the shops and it's sort of driving me a little bit crazy already. Oh, I have to admit, I um, I was always brought up, you know, Christmas starts on the 1st. And I've always said, you know, no Christmas decorations until, you know, even in shops, like as soon as Halloween's over, like that's too early for Christmas decorations. Yeah. But when it's the 25th of November and you've got exactly a month. Say, when it's the 25th of December, you can start being then Christmassy. Then you can be festive. <laughs> I think the 25th of November, I think is, um, that's, that's a whole month. That for me is my new, my new cutoff okay. or commencing point. I was listening to a lot of Christmas songs in the car today. You did say, you did say. Like- and to be fair, I've sort of gone in the spirit by researching the topic of this episode. Christmas, Christmas. and how to do it sustainably. Yeah, we're going to make a whole Christmas, a whole Christmas, a whole episode on Christmas. It is. Well, it's, you know, it's a, it's a big event in the calendar yeah. and it's a very wasteful holiday in, in many ways. It so. is one of the most wasteful um, and I'm sure everyone... As perhaps the public's been made more aware of sustainability issues, like me, you've slowly sort of every year more and more noticed the piles of plastic and piles of rubbish and useless things that, you know, pile up. Yeah, absolutely. So we're also bringing this to you early December because we've got loads of like fun Christmas sustainability tips. And there's no point us giving them to you two days before Christmas. Yeah, we thought we'd get in there now, uh, help you plan ahead. 
Yeah. Um, produce those piles. And <laughs> just generally, we can all move towards a slightly greener, more sustainable Christmas. Tis the season to be wasteful. Tis the season. Um, I'm going to start you off with a fact. Because who doesn't like facts? We love a good Christmas fun fact time. here. Uh, the waste management company Biffa had a study, and they said that the UK, this is just the UK, creates 30% more waste than usual over Christmas. And as part of that, there's an estimated 227,000 miles of wrapping paper. Miles. Miles. Oh. 114,000 tonnes of plastic packaging. That's, that is horrible. Come on, guys, sort it out. Sort it out. <laughs> That's Object awful. consumerism. That's awful. That's so much stuff. And, you know, I think we often give people gifts that we don't even really want or need as well. So even sometimes the actual like gift is a bit of a a waste of stuff. Yeah, I mean, we, we all buy gifts with, with great intentions, don't we? But I think sometimes it'll part of us says like, oh, I'm giving you this gift, but I know you're not really going to use it. Yeah. Or like Office Secret Santa or something. You get someone you don't really know very well, so you get them something a bit... Yeah, or it gets a bit counterproductive. Well, I say counterproductive, but you set a limit of like five pounds in the office and mm. inevitably you just get something, you know. Everyone just gets a mug. Cheap and plasticky. Or mugs. <laughs> actually, mugs are fine. I quite like a mug, actually. Yeah. yeah. I, I, do you find that as you get older, you appreciate the gift of a mug or like a funny mug or an interesting, beautiful mug a little bit more? Anyone that's ever lived with me will know that I'm funny about mugs. I have favourite mugs. That's That's normal. Okay, good. So I'm really picky with mugs. So buying me a mug is actually a very difficult thing to do. Oh. <laughs> Unless you know my mug tastes. It's got to be uh, like a good solid mug. Like it like it can't be it can't be one that's like spherical and it's hard to drink out of. It can't be thin china. It has to be like a chunky mug. Yeah, You've got to be able to fit like, like a good china. soup in it or like a good cup of coffee in it. You know, I quite like a hand painted or hand done mug. And like none of those tiny little handles as well that you can only fit one finger in. It's got to be you've got to be able to put both hands around the mug. All your friends and family that bought you mugs are now quietly sending them Take them back. back. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Anyway, total total tangent. We're here to talk about Christmas, not my mug preferences. Should we do a quick, uh, what good, what one good thing? What have you done? Let's kick off this episode with some good stuff. What what are you up to, Lloyd? What have you been doing? Um, Mine uh, perhaps isn't the biggest thing, but it ties in quite nicely with this episode. Mm. And it's just that I will be wrapping my presents in, as as in wrapping the presents I give, not, you know, wrapping up presents for myself. um, (laughs) I'll be wrapping my own presents. Brown paper, which sounds a bit boring, but you can make it look very nice with uh, string and little bits of, you know. It's classic. It's classy. It's classic. There's a nice little online, you know, little guides for putting some leafy sprigs or something in with them. Yeah. Yeah. Rustic. Very nice. I think that's a good one. Very thematic. I just bought it from the the post office. I mean, um, from the finest brown paper shop. (laughs) doesn't matter where it's come from doesn't matter <laughs> exactly. at all mine's also themed um last year or maybe the year before i had the perfect christmas jumper and i put it in a wash that was too high and i felted it uh and it's now the size that would only fit a small child nightmare before christmas absolutely um so i bought a new christmas jumper this year but i bought it from a charity shop that's a very good so idea that's that's mine not only was it much cheaper i'm giving it a second life i know we um talk about we talked about fast fashion stuff before and going to charity shops, but I, I don't know why it never really occurred to me to buy a Christmas jumper at a charity shop instead. Well, I just I was just in there anyway because I tend to pop in 
<laughs> I tend to pop in quite often. There's one around the corner for us, which is genuinely very good. So if we need anything like housey, like I think we were having some friends over and I wanted a new vase because I obviously had smashed, <laughs> I'd smashed our vase. Just in anger. Um, clumsiness, perhaps. <laughs> um, so I just popped in and found like a, a nice glass vase for two pounds or something that's perfect we'll all sit on our table um and then they have this whole rack of christmas jumpers they've obviously been like saving up from last year oh, or from yeah. early this year and i saw one that i was like yeah that one's a bit of me that is i'm Go gonna, on, what, I'm gonna have the design it's kind of like a classic argyle print um nice like uh, but it's also got some reindeer on and it's kind of cream blue and like burgundy mm. it's classic i don't like a tacky one no i don't no. i don't want like you know, you get those comedy ones like Santa Jingle My Bells or something like that. Yeah, the, the ones... Not a fan. You, yeah, you probably shouldn't wear to a family gathering <laughs> No, exactly. with young children. I like a Christmas jumper that you could sit around a fire in, you know, yeah. with your family. That's my one idea that looks like you jumper. walked out of a John Lewis catalogue. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Anyway, let's get back on to how to have a sustainable Christmas, shall we? Or yes. let's start how to have a sustainable anyway, Christmas. Anyway, where would you like to start? What? What area, what sector of Christmas shall we hone in on first? Tomorrow, I'm going to go and get my tree because tomorrow is the 1st of December. Yes. For me, anyway. And so let's start with trees. Yes, I think that's... they're quite a big, a big celebrational part. Everyone seems to have a Christmas yep, tree. We, I, we love a good Christmas do tree. Do like a Christmas tree? But um, they're a huge area of waste. I was quite surprised, actually, that there are so many Christmas tree rental places yeah i love this idea i didn't know this was a thing until very 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 recently um so i've seen companies in london and further abroad um i was looking at the website for one in the cotswolds Mm. um cotswolds furs um rentals and well this particular company for example uh grows these trees in pots Mm. so it uses less space less pesticides uh transport costs are easier and they'll drop it off to you before oh, Christmas, they'll pick it up after Christmas. Great. It'll grow for the rest of the year, be a bit bigger. And then next year you can rent the same one or someone else might rent that one. Yeah. And they'll drop it off and pick it up again after and let it grow. Um, I love this amazing. idea. But like this one company alone apparently rents a thousand trees a year. Oh, wow. I didn't realise not only that it happened, but it was that, that it was that popular already. Yeah, I think I only discovered it last year. But I just love the idea that the Christmas tree isn't single use. Yes, exactly. Because it's so, it's so stupid. It you just grow to like a set size and you're like, right, chop it down. Chop, chop it down. It. And then you watch a tree die in your home yep. over Christmas. That is not festive. I, I absolutely love this idea. Yeah, this is brilliant. Um, but equally, you could do that yourself. If you have a garden, you can buy a potted Christmas tree, but put it in a big pot, That's have it in cool. for the winter, take it outside, let it grow for the year. And then you have your own Christmas tree again next year. And it becomes a part of the Christmas family. I really, that's I really like this idea. An amazing point yeah. that I've never considered in my life. So that's kind of what I would quite like to try and do this year. I'm going to go and buy a potted one. But our house, we don't really have room for a big one, so I'm going to buy quite, quite a tiny little one. Yes. And then if I can have it in a little pot, and then it won't take up too much space outside in the garden. And hopefully, if I can keep it alive for a year, it'll be a little bit bigger the next yeah. year. And then also, people, if you're going to buy one, um, I'd say you know, hit up your local garden centre, do some research. Buy locally. Buy as locally as you can. Don't like not to, even just yeah. necessarily your local garden centre, but have a look, see where it's been sourced from. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And because a lot of supermarkets as well wrap theirs in like a plastic netting. Mm. That's another thing you don't need. A lot of uh, garden centres and things won't wrap it in that netting if you don't 
if you don't need it. Um, and one of the cool things that you can do as well is make sure that your tree has been accredited by the Forestry Commission, the FSC, is that it? Yeah, Sustainable correct. Forestry Council, something along those lines, the FSC, and the Soil Association. If you see those two logos on your tree, you know that it's been grown in a more sustainable way than it could have been. I think we've been researching the same same places. We've been on the same website. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've also written down in my notes, plastic trees suck. So I was clearly... Oh. Um, like, let's be honest. They, they can be good. Um, so... Um, you don't get that lovely pine smell. With an artificial tree, um, I think you need to, on average, reuse an artificial tree 10 times to offset the carbon footprint. Oh, man. But the problem is, quite often people use it four times, I think, is the average. Really? Instead, before they get rid of it. Oh. Or get a new one. That seems pretty um, wasteful. So if you can get one that will be reused enough times... Which yeah. part involves spending a little bit more to get mm. a very realistic one. If you're going to get one, keep it in your loft. Keep it keep it well preserved over yeah. the year so that you can keep using it year after year. Yeah. Hold and on to it until you develop it when you're super done with recyclers it. that can yeah. take it apart properly. Yeah. But then, talking about recycling trees, um, it's, if you do buy a tree that's been cut oh, uh, and you're not going to pop it so in your garden. So just knocking the microphone in the room. Yeah, I was so passionate about Christmas trees. <laughs> um, if, you, if you are buying a tree that's been cut, so it's effectively dead, um, it's not going to last and you've got to get rid of it in January. There are lots of different ways you can do this. So a lot of councils will have a certain day where they come and pick them all up from your, your road. And a lot of councils will then recycle them. So sometimes they'll compost them uh, and use that kind of nutrient-rich compost in some of their other projects around your city. And sometimes they can be um, wood-chipped and then end up on like um, a child's playground or something, oh. which is quite nice. But you can also have a Google of um, local places that will come and pick them up to recycle them other than your council. And I did find... Um, RecycleNow.com, they've got a good, uh, like a postcode finder of um, where your local kind of drop-off point is for a Christmas tree if you are going to do that. But some councils as well, if it's small and if you can chop up your tree, uh, you can put it in your like green garden waste bin as well. Yes, yeah. So all I can think of during this whole conversation is that episode of Friends, you know, where Phoebe get do you watch Friends? Yeah. Where she um, gets to. very upset that no one's buying the old Christmas trees. I can't remember that one. No, but I can well imagine it. So, so all the others like feel like they have to do something. So they buy the old dead trees and have them in their house because Phoebe's like, oh, but they've got souls and. <laughs> I mean, buy Sorry, a wonky a tree, a... guys. Uh, I'm all up for buying the wonky trees. Yeah, buy the wonky trees. Otherwise, you know, you don't want them to go to waste either. We can all learn from Phoebe. <laughs> Be Phoebe. So, what about you know what goes under the tree? Um, let's move on to let's move on to presents or or like wrapping paper. You mentioned you've got brown wrapping paper. Yes, which is great. I love that. Yes, I'm going to be using brown paper as well. But I've also got um, so any brand that uses T Mill, um, so like Rapa Nui and our T-shirts as well. They come in these amazing like um, brown paper parcels. Yeah, and they've got like and they've got printed designs on and stuff on them it's, yeah. yeah really nice they're so cool so i basically saved all of them from when we bought things from Rapa Nui. and um they're going to be christmas wrapping paper i think they're going to look really pretty that's a great idea yeah a little brown paper with some sharks and some whales on and then um tied up with some string or some ribbon none of that plastic ribbon folks none no, of that no, shiny plastic stuff stuff um, because that's a excellent point in that wrapping paper most of the wrapping paper we use has a lot of plastic on it if it's yeah. shiny if it's glittery 
Absolutely. No to glitter, it's guys. Got, straight into the environment. In yeah. yeah. That can't be recycled. That's just going to go straight yeah. in landfill. No, exactly. And just think of uh, last Christmas when you unwrapped all your presents, that massive pile of stuff. Mm. Yes, it does. Especially if you have a big family. So we, we get 20 of us together sometimes on Christmas Day. And even if we all only have like a couple of presents, like 20 of us, that really puts into perspective how much wrapping paper can be used around Christmas. It is insane. Those 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 kind of piles, those bags, that like you shouldn't have to fill a bin bag full of... No, for what's effectively just sort of like keeping a present a mystery for a while. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and one of the other things as well with that, if you are going to use uh, some nice paper that's um, able to be recycled or reused, you could save it for next year. Mm-hmm. You can. Um, is to use um, sellotape that's biodegradable because sellotape is, of course, plastic. That's a good point. So you can either... I, I print-sticked mine. I think I glued mine last year. Um, but you can find quite a lot of um, like sellotape that isn't made of plastic. So let me see what I've got in my notes. I've seen um, a website called rewrapped.co.uk. R-E-wrapped.co.uk. Um, and they... I'm sure there are other stores as well. This is just the first one I found. Mm. Uh, they've got environmentally friendly wrapping paper, cards, notebooks. They use 100% recycled unbleached paper, they say. Oh, nice. Um, and they use environmentally friendly vegetable-based inks. Ooh. So all the products can be recycled afterwards. Oh, great. Um, they've got some quite nice designs. Um, you can buy like, pack different groups, different packs of com- combo packs oh, of cool. things. Um, so that was quite cool. And like I said, I'm sure there are other businesses that yeah. also sell them. Um, have you heard of something called furoshiki furoshiki i don't think so imagine a more japanese uh accent saying that right it's sort of more authentic uh because it's the art of furoshiki uh, it's japanese fabric wrapping Ooh. to wrap things um and i found a great website which we shall post um on our social medias um so it's all about using different fabrics so there might be ones you buy specially or it might be fabrics you're recycling you, I don't know, you've cut up a bed sheet or mm. something to use and it's got these really elegant different wrapping styles depending on what you're wrapping so if you're wrapping okay. a wine bottle it'll show you these beautiful ways of wrapping fabric around it it's it's really interesting oh nice yeah and it's so it's not just a case of i, I think sometimes when you say oh why don't you use fabric instead to wrap things people say oh that's gonna look a bit naff really naff and untidy but it looks no i yeah, like this great it might take some practice, but I think it... I reckon really I'm going to awesome. do that, you know. Um, I've got a big old craft box full of leftover fabric-y bits. Yeah, you should. I'm definitely going to do that. I think that's really cool. There we go. And p- post it on social media. Oh, yeah. Well, well only if my uh, only if my um, Japanese fabric wrapping skills are good. Yes. Uh, they might be shocking. But I'm relatively crafty. I reckon I can put I off a, a fancy wrap. You're craftier than I. But I used to think I'll oh, that's really cool. I like that idea a lot. I'm going to use that. Oh, one thing I did find that I've written in my notes is... Um, if you are looking for for options, make sure you do your research. So, for example, if we go back to uh, sellotape, mm-hmm. um, I, I went to our friends at Amazon, the massive conglomerate. Ah, uh, yes, mm, the friendly. Stop buying stuff on Amazon. <laughs> but um, anyway, so I found some sellotape that said that it was eco sellotape. So I thought, oh, excellent! Is it biodegradable sellotape? And it's not. It's called eco because it's made from recycled plastic, which is good. But I would say it's not as good as biodegradable sellotape. No, yeah, you're exactly so right. So just watch out, I would say, for um, don't just pick things because they see, say eco. Maybe just have a, yeah. have a quick look at what eco means because a lot of companies are just pushing the word eco onto things these that's days. That's a great tip. It's, yeah, that's probably still better in that you're finding a new use for the previous plastic, but at the same time, 
you're going to have to dispose of that. Let's do a shift, so shift away from it. It's going yeah. to be recycled, unfortunately, mm. afterwards. Yeah. So that's, that's a Great fun tip. one. That's why I really felt like I'd beat the system then. I figured that out. I was like, oh, no, no. And we're on top of the world. <laughs> uh, so that was wrapping paper, but also um, get, uh, greetings cards. Think of how many thousands, probably millions of greetings cards we send to people a year which is lovely um but i think uh the uh, this is a fun fact for you, you know you love a fact um the paper waste over the christmas period right is the equivalent amount to either five to 12 million liters of biofuel which Ooh. is enough to allegedly power a, a bus to go to the moon 20 times Right, those are just to just should, to preface should you that want fact, to go to the moon twenty times? I don't know. Yep, yeah, I mean <laughs> that doesn't really make much. Like, I don't know whether that just means it's a, a bus to travel the distance between us and the I moon would imagine rather than to throw it into the space, which is quite a lot. To leave the atmosphere, yeah, yeah, and also five to twelve million liters is quite an ambiguous figure as well. But what it does demonstrate. Yeah, there <laughs> There's about 7 million litres gone missing in there. Here or there. But even if it's just 5 million litres, that's... That's uh, a lot. Yes. Which could be biofuel. Um, but either way, yeah, it does kind of demonstrate that, that maybe the scale of the amount of stuff that we're, we're sending on, on Christmas cards alone or Christmas yeah. waste, it's just mad. So maybe just... And I love a Christmas card. Yes. But same. I have a very small Christmas card list. Do you know what I mean? So my, I remember my mum and my gran have these huge like notebooks yeah, um, of all yeah. the people they send Christmas cards to. And if they don't get one one year, they strike someone off the Christmas <laughs> card list. It's all very dramatic. So I have a very Brutal small Christmas household. card list. Yeah, because I don't want to send that many and stamps are expensive and stuff. Um, but there's something more exciting, I think, about getting a card in the post than getting an e-card. But... If you like an e-card, e-cards are also a very good way of saying yeah. to someone, hello, I'm still thinking of you, but I don't want to send you something that's possibly not great for the environment. But I have also seen some some cards that um, there's kind of seeds embedded in the in the paper. Yes, so you can plant your card this. afterwards. And I really like that's that amazing. idea. Yeah. But you can also check again with cards, same as with the trees, if they're um, um, FSC yes, you can. Um, sourced. Yeah. So you can um, also, or just get them from charity shops as well. Then, then you're also supporting a charity. Oh, again, yes, very good tip. An interesting well, option. Um, I've just had a thought. I should probably give a shout out to my mum and dad because for, this sort of goes into Christmas decorations as well. Yeah. So what they do is they save the Christmas cards they get and they um, staple them onto uh, like strips of crepe paper, oh. like gold or red or whatever crepe paper. And those become some of the decorations in our house. So like oh, you'll have a whole wall. Very nice. Draping loads of Christmas cards down the wall. It looks really good. I like that so a lot. There you go. You can save Christmas cards. And That's a good one. Decorations in the future. Well done to Janie and David. Yes. Well done. Did I get your parents' names getting, right? Yes, you did. Oh, They're always getting mentioned on this podcast. Okay. Well, well in, in that case, I probably better shout my own parents out as well. Yeah, go on. So <laughs> mum and dad, Jill and Gary. Um, they do a similar thing. They, they make sure they reuse their... Um, uh, Christmas cards. So basically mum cuts the back off them so that you keep the front that's got the picture on, puts them in a little box, and then next year you've got loads of ready-made gift tags. That's a great idea. So all of our gift tags are last year's Christmas cards, which is quite useful. That's very useful. Yeah. Well ah. Nice. Well done, parents, well leading done. the way. Um, we we so, learn from the best. <laughs> so uh, natural decorations, what are we thinking? What are you decorating your home with this year, Lloyd? Um... That again is up to my parents actually because I'll be going home for Christmas. Um, I I don't we've we've got like a box of family decorations. So to be fair, we don't buy new mm. decorations very often. It's mainly reuse. Actually, a lot of them are paper and wooden based. Oh, nice. Thinking about it. Um, big shout out to uh, listener Nick Hipkin. 
So he sent in um, Christmas decorations. Oh, really? He's made out of uh, the cardboard toilet roll tubes. Okay. So first of all, you think like, that? How? I'm on what the can fence. that look like? They look awesome. Convince <laughs> it's me. like layered stars. Um, so you sort of, I don't know how to describe it. You sort of uh, score the card, I suppose, into uh, these elongated, um, what would you say that shape is? Like an oval. Like an ellipse. Stri- about a pointed oval. Is an ellipse got points? Uh, uh, I get you though. A pointed yeah, oval. So shapes. Um, <laughs> and you sort of <laughs> layer them up inside each other and then you can um, paint them as well. They look really good. Uh, he's oh, sent us and pictures. Then, what, and then like twist them. I think so, yeah. Oh, awesome. He's sent in pictures, so I'm going to post them all on Instagram. Oh, I look forward uh, so to seeing So you can those. sort of infer the step by step from there. That's very cool because every very house cool. has leftover toilet rolls. Yeah. That's that's a great idea. And then you can either compost them or just keep them until next year, I guess. Yeah, you can literally just you can recycle literally them. literally put them in the recycling. Anything, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Well done, Nick. I'm well a big done, fan. Nick. Thank you very much. Um, you could also. Oh, own, sorry, carry oh, on. Sorry, I was going to say, what about your decorations in your own house? So, um,. My house, my my house, house that we're living in. Um, this is is a new house, and we don't have decorations yet. Mm-hmm. So, um, whereas at home, home with my parents, we've got, like you said, this ancient box of decorations. Half of them are older than I am. A lot of them are like little things that me and my sister made when we were young and look hideous now, but we were horribly proud of at the sure. time. So our Christmas tree always looks the same. Um, but so that's what I was thinking. Now, like I'm going to get my tree tomorrow because I love the smell of a Christmas tree. Um, but I. I was trying to think, okay, well, how can I be a bit more sustainable with what we put on the tree or what we put around the house? So one thing you could do is consider getting recycled baubles. Um, there yes. are such a thing. There's a company called Protect the Planet, which I found. Which I found are, that exact same website. Oh, nice. We've been doing the same thing. <laughs> so they're handmade. Um, uh, they're from recycled materials. They're fair trade. They are absolutely gorgeous. A lot of them are kind of metal and glass. They are from India, though, so they do have quite a big transport footprint. That's a good point, yeah. But if you're going to keep them forever, you know, swings and roundabouts, yeah. if it stops you buying new stuff every year. Um, they're also quite expensive, but I was also having a look at, like, you can possibly get some on eBay or Gumtree secondhand of people, instead of binning their yeah. old decorations, if they're going for, I don't know, a new colour scheme or something this year, um, some of them putting them up for sale. Like you said, we could make our own. And I was also having a look at uh, making sure that whatever lights we go for are LED lights, so they've got lower energy consumption yes. and they don't get hot I think eighty percent um, more energy efficient LED lights. Very nice. bulbs. Yeah, and I also like the idea of, um, and we spoke about this earlier, didn't we? Like just going to the woods and finding like pine cones that have fallen yes. and creating like a much more natural kind of feel to Christmas because pine cones are quite elegant. They're kind of nature's beautiful baubles, sort of in a way, isn't it? There are normally, um, I say normally. Uh, I'm pretty sure you. In a lot of towns and villages and cities, there are like local groups which will have open sessions where you can come in and make your own wreaths and stuff. That's quite a popular oh, thing. I'd love to, do to make my own wreath. Yeah, I think I think I'm going to try and make a wreath this year. Actually, oh. my grandparents have got lots of holly bushes, um, and I've got some. This is this is a strange way of reusing these. You know those laundry baskets that you that have got a wire in almost like a spiral, and then there's fabric around them, and you can yeah. press them down uh, and yeah. they spring back up. Yeah. So I ripped um, a lot of the. Basically, I, I had one of those. It's all gotten very worse from wear, but I've still got the wire. So it's already wire bent into a circular shape. So I'm going to solder the wire into a solid circle, and then use cuttings from my grandparents' holly bushes, I think, and try and make our own wreath and put some ivy in it. Um, uh, I just really like the idea of getting crafty. That's fantastic. I love a good craft Christmas. Have you ever seen Kirsty's homemade Christmas? I doubt you have. Oh, uh, I 
Possibly. It's on every year. Yeah. A lot. But Kirsty Allsop, she's got so many good ideas. But anyway, yeah. So back to wreaths. That's kind of translated um, into crafting Christmas decorations. Yeah, wreaths, I guess. Gonna give that cool. a go. But yeah. Possibly a good point to make is that when you uh do gather materials for wreaths, if you're gathering them yourselves, mm. um stick to things that are already on the ground as opposed to ripping leaves and things off of trees. Mm. Um, just, Unless they're you know, your own trees. Unless they're your own trees, in which case it's completely up to you. Yeah, or your grandparents um, in my case. Or your grandparents. Uh, are, are they just going to come out one day and just be like, where have the bushes gone? Oh, to be fair, they, they do it themselves. They, they've they got loads of holly bushes. They've got like a big forest out the back of theirs. And um, the, um, every couple of years, the holly bushes bloom with loads of berries. And they always, they decorate their own house with the holly. So they're all for us taking holly and Beautiful. doing some stuff. There we go. Um, so on to presents. I'm gonna I'm gonna kick off this section with a surprise. I, th- I thought we were just gonna say I'm gonna kick off. I'm gonna kick I've got off words to say. I've got a present to give. Go on. This is a callback to our first ever episode. Bees. Happy Christmas. Ah, oh, bless you. <laughs> so in our first ever episode um i said that i'd bought a bee saver kit from friends of the earth for my cousins yes, last year and you said i want one for christmas and i have provided ah your bee saver guide the identification guide yeah yeah you can swat up <gasps> oh there's like check boxes for what's that Create a bee haven in your back garden. Wall chart for different bee-friendly flowers. Ah, uh, you—you're a good—you're a good one. Well, all so, the money goes to um, friends of the earth as well, so I quite like supporting them. But yeah, I can use that as wrapping paper. You can use that as wrapping paper. Perfect. Ah, oh, yes. Thank you. You're very welcome. So you I can didn't look after you anything. Well, this is just because you demanded in the first ever episode. <laughs> I just thought it would be yes, funny. That Ah, oh, thank you. That's oh, it's got seeds in it. Yeah, you can get planting. Oh, the seeds. Got wildflower seeds. Yes. <laughs> Chuff, thank you very much. You're very welcome. Um, what are other present ideas? Have you got any other handy hints or knickknacks for people? Um, nothing in particular. Just some thoughts. Welcome to thoughts with Lloyd. <laughs> Here we go. Some some musings. Uh, He's got his thinking face on. Chaps. I don't see that very often. It doesn't happen very often. Secondhand gifts um, are, you know, people probably avoid it, but why not have a little think about... Have a look in charity shops, folks. Yeah. yeah. I'm not saying you have to, but perhaps have a quick browse, mm. see what you find. Um, experience-based gifts are obviously going to be very low-carbon yep. footprinty. Mm-hmm. Um, Possibly, unless it's like a, a, a drive plane a ride. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Drive a Ferrari for a day or something. But no, I like that. Yeah, experience yes, basically um, good. I was thinking as well, uh, baby toys or Ooh. child's toys. There are quite a few online vendors, retailers, who sell uh, wooden baby toys. I love um, this, yeah. Like John Lewis is one of them. And I found a few independent retailers. One was called, oh, I had a, like a Nordic name playing on the Nordic brand i can't remember but anyway you can search like wooden toys wooden baby toys or sustainable toys i've done that before mm. and you can oh just sustainable wooden gifts i always found a website which has got like sustainable uh office space gifts so like mm. uh bamboo 
stationary holders and organizers oh, nice. and that sort of thing so it can be Office done Santa, secret santa that could be good for yeah i think i, I think it's a underappreciated but very good idea um sorry to pat myself on the back um well done you thank you let's all appreciate me for a while <laughs> Yeah, because that's what Christmas is all about. Other thoughts. Um, what about you? What, what would you suggest for Christmas gifts? Um, I, when I was having a chat with the Marine Conservation Society, they As mentioned, yep, well, you know me, just hobnobbing. Um, hobnobbing? Hob- yeah, just, I don't know if that's the right turn of phrase for it. Hobnobbing it around, chatting to people, having some nice conversations, putting microphones in people's faces and getting them to tell me what their job is. Anyway, they mentioned that they have a cool range of reusable water bottles. So we've, we've, I think they're quite a good gift. They're not too expensive. Um, and there are loads of reusable, um, as we've said, aluminium or stainless steel water bottles. Um, but theirs is pretty cool. And you know the proceeds of it are going to a cool charity yes, as well. Very true. I think Friends of the Earth also do them. There's quite a few around. Um, and they don't break the bank. I think they're a good gift. Also, I've written down houseplants, the gift that keeps on giving. Give a yes, houseplant and then you have a lovely... Point. Um, thing in your home that you can keep alive and look at all the time they yeah, brighten up yeah. every home I, there's a lovely um, plant seller in Swansea Market who sells some nice vases as well I've been down there a few times nice yeah buy and... a local yeah. get down your local uh, um, garden centre see what they've got going on all my on. plants survived but enough have to give the illusion that I can care about things <laughs> you've got I can see at least three from here you've yes. got a fair few plants still there alive. were five <laughs> yeah <laughs> well Three is still not not bad. Um, and also, um, my family always used to get like magazine subscriptions. So how about a digital magazine subscription? Cut down yes. on paper. Nice. Because a, a lot of magazines now have an online version that you can subscribe to and newspapers as yeah, well. Yeah, and so, uh, most people these days have iPads and Kindles and things. Yeah, they're perfectly optimised for reading on tablets. So I think that's an option. Beautiful. Mm. Well done. And food. Food, I finish. think, yeah, it's probably worth a mention just because food, cause that's one of my favourite bits of Christmas. Oh, isn't it everyone's? And it's quite an indulgent time of year. What do you guys say. do for your main dish at, on Christmas? Are you a turkey family? Yeah, we're a turkey family. Mm. It's quite, quite um, I'd say traditional, but I suppose turkey isn't. From a historical point of view, turkey isn't this, yeah. uh, the uh, traditional Christmas dish. Um, but yeah, we, we have turkey, uh, sprouts, potatoes. All the classics. All the classics, all the trimmings. Etc. And then we usually save the turkey, the leftovers, have it sandwiches, oh, curries, next day, all lovely. sorts. Very, very nice. Yeah, we are too. So obviously we've kind of said uh, this year in general, we could all cut down on our meat. Mm-hmm. Um, I and my family are not going to be uh, trading the turkey for a nut roast, even though you, you could if you really wanted yeah, to. Yeah. I think um, we're probably going to be sticking with it. But Making sure that you get an organic turkey turkey that's free range is is a way of being better about that choice. Absolutely. Um, and again, with all of your um, your vegetables and your trimmings, you can also go organic and free range or buy like a local veg box or you something. You can. From I've seen the, um, the Soil Association actually has a good little tool. Oh, really? Um, yep, soilassociation.org. Uh, they've got a tool for finding nearby vendors that do organic vegetable box deliveries. Very nice. Which is quite cool. Um, uh, I was saying about using turkey afterwards for sandwiches and things definitely try and um use it as much as possible so like broths from bones yes. and that sort of thing Get make, make the most of it yes awesome lovely turkey soup mm. and i'd say try and plan your meals perhaps yes. it's quite easy to buy loads and loads of things being like okay we're gonna buy all of this stuff then if we get through it great if not then we're... but Just don't buy so many quality street boxes guys 
Yes. Celebrations. Unless you've Who got likes them? a lot of sewing things and you can use them as sewing kits after yeah, that traditional. <laughs> true, but there's always like at least eight left over that nobody wants to eat. They're all individually wrapped. Yeah. Um, they just seem to come out at Christmas and people, I don't think, my theory is that people don't actually like them. They just eat them because they're there. Yeah, this is true. I don't think I'd notice if they, mm. they weren't there. No. I think I'm more of a, say, I, I've got a sweet tooth, but I think had the choice i'd rather savory i like a savory snack yeah i like all the kind of volivants and little picky things that come around i'm getting hungry now uh we haven't (laughs) had lunch yet (laughs) so uh yeah plan ahead um because remember that uh a lot of food waste goes to landfill releases methane etc so try and plan ahead um and obviously, as Emma said, we're, I think, both of our families. I'm quite happy to tuck into a turkey on Christmas Day. But you could always um, think about vegetarian meals around the day. Mm. You don't have to have meat all the way through. Or it's even eating a do. different meat. If you chose yeah. to have ham, um, a gammon or a beef instead of a turkey, it puts less pressure on the kind of intensive turkey industry at this time of year. This is true. This is true. There are many ways around it. Or even just have a chicken. A nice organic free range chicken. Yeah. They taste the same, don't they? Very similar. Yeah. Controversial opinion. I don't think I'd tell the difference if I was blindfolded. I'd like to think I would, but I also don't back myself to. Okay, well, I think that's um, that's all from me. All from you? That's all from me. Gosh, that's all of our sustainable Christmas tips, Feeling chaps. thoroughly Christmas, Christmasized. Festive. Festive. <laughs> I, for one, am very much looking forward to stuffing my face full of mince pies this season. Oh, yes. Blinking love a mince pie, me. You can always make your own mince pies. I do. Oh, and my mum does, actually. Perfect. My mum makes the best mince pies in the world. I've not met a single person that's eaten one of her mince pies and said, I could have been better. Oh, can I have some? Yeah, I'll send you some Send you some mince pies. <gasps> Thank you. Oh, gosh, they're amazing. Anyway. We, we could do another listener giveaway where we send your mum's mince <laughs> Jilly's pies. Jilly's mince pies. <laughs> Yeah, if anyone wants them, get in touch. Um, but yeah, I just absolutely love them and obviously do the um, the classic put on a couple of pounds over Christmas, mostly in mince pie weight. Um, but yeah, so have a fantastic Christmas, guys. Yeah, Merry Christmas. And enjoy the, enjoy the December run-up to it. Yeah, we will be releasing other episodes. Uh, yeah, this isn't our... We're not starting our Christmas yeah, break we, already. We just very much wanted to get this one done we want yeah we wanted to have give you enough time to do some sustainable things and think about things before it all gets too late and you find yourself um in a shopping center panicking on christmas eve yes which i've never done to be fair i have are you good with christmas gifts are you a planner it varies year by year some years i'm just i smash it like three four weeks in advance other Mm. weeks it's at christmas eve and i'm like oh dear i don't know what to do yeah i'm normally okay but this year i'm trying to be a bit crafty so um, I've got some ideas. I can't think is I can't tell you what some of my amazing craft ideas are because family listen to the podcast. Yeah, no, that's okay. You keep it secret. We'll we'll talk. So I'll, this. I'll send you some pictures. But I've got some I've got some good ideas in the works. Anyway, yes, have a have a fantastic Christmas run up, listeners. Don't forget yes. to um, keep the conversation going and let us know if you're doing any of these things or show us your Christmas tree and your decorations show us your tree. And, and your Christmas jumpers. I yeah. want to see them all. Um, so I'm going to test you this time. You can see us or get in touch with us on Instagram at for what it's Earth podcast. Lovely. Didn't have to mouth it to you. No, well you done. Uh, and Facebook for what it's Earth podcast. Lovely. Twitter what Earth pod. And you can send us a cheeky little email for what it's Earth pod at gmail.com. Fantastic. Yes. Right. Bye. Bye. Mm-hmm.